Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fabulous edition of Coffee Conversations with Sinti. And today I'm joined by Public Relations Powerhouse. And how are you, ma'am? I'm well, thank you so much for having me, Sinti. Uh, I'm going to read an extract from Half Post, and it goes, Anne is a gladiator in a pencil skirt, also known as a PR consultant. Her aim is to educate brands and corporates to do PR and digital PR. By the way, I've just learned a new word. Which the one? right way. Digital PR. Digital PR. Yes. Okay. However, not all are willing to learn. Yes, unfortunately. We're going to talk about that at some point. We will, yes. But now, please um, briefly introduce yourself. So, as Cynthia said, I'm Anne. Uh, most people know me as Anne Dolly. Um, right. I think my surname is a bit too long for oh, yes, people to get Oh, yes, of it. <laughs> There's like Anne Dolly. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, and but I what, think, what is it? Well, it's Croatian. Oh, my okay. My father is from Croatia. Dor Dolly Chick. Dolly Chick. Oh, yes, all right. Yes. Okay. So I just kind of stick here. My mom is big Dolly and I'm little Dolly. And okay. That's where we go. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So um, I got into PR quite a bit later than most people. I think right. I started in the events agent of uh, events. I started in events management. Okay. That way. All right. Um, and then it was kind of like a natural progression in into PR. PR. I kind yeah. of fell into it. Someone was like, come work at my boutique agency and see if you like it and I, I kind of realized that that's kind of what I love to do. Yeah. Um, I went, from there I worked at agencies such as uh, Ogilvy PR, okay. where I kind of learned a lot. All uh, right. I work with really big brands there. And from there um, I went to Magna Carta, which is another one of the big agencies in South Africa. All right. Um, and basically doing PR for, for big brands. Alright. At Magna, I realized that my passion is more digital PR. Okay. And um, digital PR is basically anything to do with influence marketing and just kind of doing the good PR work online. Alright. So that's kind of what I love to do. Okay. So you're on this, it says here you're on this crusade to educate brands about how to do digital PR yes. better. And obviously, when you're doing that, you're trying to make them. Uh, more streamlined and to get more results out of their Correct. activities. So why is it that they are not willing to learn? I think a lot of um, brands have amazing internal teams or agencies that they work with. Okay. But then there are some who are quite stubborn and set in their old ways. And they still... <laughs> I'm not sure you encounter that a lot as well. Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, and I think they kind of feel like it's 2018, everyone has got this buzz about influence marketing and it's a buzzword for a lot of people yeah but they don't often understand it very well all right and they think it's kind of like well everyone's doing it we just need to do we it we just need to to, to tick somewhere we just need to say yeah that we, did it, we did it we we've did got it, yeah. these five amazing influencers with millions of followers yeah but it's not working for us and i think they aren't steered in the right direction and they don't get the right advice to help them. Okay. Um, and they just, like you say, they're ticking the box and they literally just go like, here's five influencers, just go do whatever you do. Yeah. And from there, they don't obviously get the ROI that they, they want. They're looking what, for, what yeah. they're looking for. And, and then, then obviously by extension, they're saying, no, this thing doesn't work. Exactly. And they spoil it for all of they us. They spoil it for all of us. <laughs> they don't like yeah. it because they're not seeing the results. Yeah. Where it's our job to educate them and actually steer them in the right direction and say, well, if if you do it X, Y, and Z way, yeah. it will work really, really well. Okay. Yeah. So today we're just trying to get this new perspective on influencer marketing and its congruence with public relations. Okay. So let's let's take it down to the basics. What is public relations? Oh my gosh, I think most people don't actually know what PRs do. Yeah, because in my head when you say PR, 
I just think of a crisis and managing that crisis. Oh gosh, that's a is big that part it? of our job. Ah, okay. It's right. definitely part of it, but that is not where we like to play. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. So please school us. So PR, I think a lot of people miss um, think that it is part of it's marketing and yeah. it's not marketing. Marketing's main objective is obviously sales. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom mm -hmm. line. Like I put out a TV and I put out billboards and I'm selling things. Yeah. Where PR comes in to obviously amplify messaging that yeah. they're trying to do in their efforts. But right. our job is to create awareness of your product or your service and yeah. make sure that it is positioned in the right way in people's minds. So yeah. if your brand is for runners, that runners get that message and they absolutely love your brand. Yeah. So we don't like to speak to audiences that is not relevant to your, your, your brand. Oh, ah, okay. All right. And in your view, what has influencer marketing? In my view, I think influencer marketing is complementary to the yeah. whole marketing mix, including PR, okay. to amplify messaging. Right. Um, back in the day, it was fine to have your above line, your TV ads, have friends yeah. on radio, have billboards, and also then get PR into obviously amplify and get that awareness and the word out to the right people. Yeah. But now we see influencer marketing coming in and complement all of that. All right. We live in a extremely digital world. I mean, it's no longer good enough to just be on those channels where yeah. everyone has a phone in their hand, everyone's on social media, and everyone has an opinion. Yes. You need to reach those consumers as well. All right, let, let's take this a bit uh, further. PI is driven from a brand perspective and influencer marketing from a, a user perspective. Correct. Do you find that there's a trust deficit in, in PR that uh, influencer marketing can easily bridge? I do think so if you do it right. Yeah. So, um, Simple example. Is that where they converge? They converge, definitely. Right. And yeah. I think if you take a simple example of a brand posting something on social media, yeah. um, a lot of people will kind of skim past it. It's a brand, it's an advert, it's an advert. they're obviously going to say the most amazing things about the brand. Yeah. But you bring in an influencer who speaks to the right audience, um, to who the brand is targeted towards, yeah. she or he is already trusted within their fan base. And what they say is kind of taken as credible, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. even if people know that they're being paid for it, um, they still trust them because they interact with this person, they're accessible, they're exactly. human being. Yeah. So they kind of relate to them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then let's let's look at your operating environment issues. Um, as a PR practitioner, I'm sure you're also having problems with penetrating into the market and schooling them of and course. getting them to, to sign on. But then now you've got this thing called influencer marketing to complement that. What has been your experiences in terms of brands using that uh, convergence of PR and influencer I think a couple of years ago, it was difficult to sell in. Right. It was kind of new and like there wasn't great examples of it being used. And All right. think, so everybody was sitting on the so fence. So everyone was on the fence. Yeah. But the moment that we start putting it into our plans, we yeah. influencer marketing is part of every single campaign plan that we do. Yeah. And we've never, well in the last year or two, we've never had brands go, I don't want influencers. Yeah. And I think it's a way of selling it into them as part of a bigger strategy. All right. It's not a standalone. Okay. It's like, here's your messaging, here's the channels we're going to use, and oh, by the way, we're yeah. using influencers to, to amplify and to, to create bigger awareness. Of course. So once they're part of the golden thread, yeah. it's easy to sell in because yeah. you will get the results that you need. Uh, and, and how important is it to understand brand, uh, brand objectives prior to, to selecting influencers? Oh my gosh. It's or, or even, not, not even at that stage where you're picking up influencers, but 
at inception, trying to figure out exactly what it is it that you want to get out of this. It's incredibly How important. important. It's incredibly important. It's um in a very simple way, if you don't know what the brand objective is, <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> if you don't It's know, a costly mess. It's a very costly yeah. mess. And yeah. you'll probably lose a contract or two, which you don't want. Yeah. But if you don't know what the brand or the campaign objective is, yeah. you don't know what the messaging is. Yeah. If you don't know what the messaging is, you don't know who you want to talk to, the audience. If you don't know that, you don't know what platforms is relevant, exactly. and therefore you don't know which influencers to go with. Yeah. So um, I often see these these people who just go like, ah, oh, there's three influencers that we always use. Just yeah, yeah, go yeah. put and, up and messages. You know what? That, that, that almost sounds like it's 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 a parrot statement. There is influencers that we always use. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> if you speak to not only brands but influencers in South Africa, yeah. it's a pet hate. It's like, oh, the same people are same just... Same people, yeah. And if it's but, the but right also, people... You know, you bring in a, a very nice notion. Doesn't then that dilute your brand messaging and take away the authenticity of your messaging as well? I think if you use the right people, okay. you know. And I love to use um, the same people, but they need to be the right influencers for the right messaging. Because okay. if you create that relationship with a the brand, they yeah. become more than just influencers. They become kind of advocates. Yeah, yeah, true. And if you link the right influencers with the right brands, yeah. it just kind of strengthens that. Yeah. And the fans buy into it. It's when you use the wrong people over and over and over again yeah. that it becomes a bit of a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think this thing is a fad like uh, bell bottoms? Bell bottoms are back in fashion, so oh, yeah, I don't so understand you what you're saying. No, I, I'd never wear them, but <laughs> <laughs> let's um, talk for another day. <laughs> we can have a fashion podcast. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, I don't think it's a fad. I think when advertising probably started back in the day, yeah. they thought advertising was a fad, yeah. right? Yes. Putting up these big billboards and going on TV, that's a fad. No one is going to like buy into this. Yeah. And it's become a stable. I mean, that's, that's, that's hygiene work that you yeah. have to do. Yeah. And I think the same with influencers. They are starting to solidify um, its place in delivering 360 campaigns. All right. And like I said earlier, we are becoming more and more digital, people connected to social media. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's a big part of where consumers are. Yeah. So you can't be doing everything and not close that loop. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And in your part of the world... Um, Joe uh, <laughs> Public relations. <laughs> <laughs> um, Macro-influencers versus micro-influencers, who do you find is more effective or delivers most results? Well, again, it depends on what your objective is, oh, right? Yeah. So the I just wanted you to harp on that. Yes. Yeah. So they both have their place. Yes. Um, and I think, again, a lot of brands is not guided. Thinking, yeah. I'm just going to go with a celebrity with a million, a million. Oh, yeah. million followers and yeah. that's going to do the job. Yeah. But macro influencers are, are really big guys. Yeah. So they've got hundreds of thousands of followers. They've got yeah. they, millions. They might be celebrities. Or they might be social media guys who just blew up, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, they've got huge audiences, huge yeah. reach, and they are ideal to create mass awareness. Yeah. People who follow them know that they're celebrities. They know that they're getting paid to put out certain certain ads for things, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But by linking your brand to someone who's credible to your brand, keeps it top of mind, creates yeah. brand love and all that jazz. Yeah. But because they don't find them 
maybe as credible because they don't think they necessarily use the product or service themselves, they exactly. pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not necessarily going to heed to the call of action of going out and yeah. buying it. But you already created that, that brand love. Yeah. So then you go to your micro-influencers, who are the guys who might not have millions of followers, but uh -huh. they've got very, very loyal niche followings. Yeah. And then they can have like up to like, up to 500 followers. Yeah. But those guys are very loyal. Yeah. They are seen as peers, they're seen as incredibly accessible, they're seen as like they can be my friend so I have a drink with. Exactly. So when they talk about something, I'm yeah. generally going to be like, oh my god, yeah. Lindsay loves this, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Yeah. That's profound. And and what would you say to to brands that are sitting on the fence and are still trying to figure out if this could work, if, if this works, what could you say to them? I think they should um, trust someone who actually has a good track record of yeah. running influencer campaigns yeah. and give them a try. Exactly. Give them sight of your marketing or your PR strategy for the year or the quarter and let them identify opportunities where influencers come in and amplify and see how that works. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Anne Dolly. There oh, we are. Thank you for liberating me. <laughs> Pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and thank we hope you. to see you next time. Uh, everybody else, please download all of our episodes on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, we love you, but unfortunately we have to leave you. Uh, same time next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.